0: Welcome back to our Bible study time today. We're talking about building habits that will please God, and we were talking about how we need to build relationships with people and make that a habit. And another thing that goes along with that is being able to see and have the vision that God has. You see, there's two ways to see. One is with your physical eyes, and one is with your spiritual eyes. And there's two ways to work, and one is by faith and one is by sight. And there are two ways to do your work, and one's in human strength and one's in God's power. And there's two ways to love, and one is with human love and one is with God's love. And we need to see all things from God's point of view and to understand his perspective. In Matthew chapter 9, in verse 35, we read this. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Several things here are important for us to learn. One is to see Jesus' vision of people. And even masses of people, understand how Jesus feels about people. And, and I think that helps us to develop that same attitude he has. Jesus was going through all the cities and villages where people were, and he was teaching them. He was telling them about God's love, and he was healing them, and he was involved with their deepest needs. He did what they were concerned about and met their needs. Why was he involved? because he looked on people with compassion, the Bible says. He felt their needs. He he walked in their shoes. He hurt with their hurts. And he got inside their needs and felt with them. This was the constant attitude of his heart. This was not just an emotional response stirred by some wild speaker or when he saw some needy person. It was deeper than that. It was his subtle disposition. He felt this compassion. You see it all through the Gospels. It's mentioned in a a number of different places that he had compassion on people because Jesus felt this way whenever he saw people. He saw that when he was on the cross dying in the thief and those who crucified him and those who uh, nailed him there. He asked for their forgiveness. He had compassion for his mother. Even in the darkest day of his life, his compassion showed up and And so that's the thing that that really matters is that we see like he does what Jesus saw was distressed people, the ideas harassed by cares, doubts, fears, and problems they just they just all messed up and downcast people who were scattered and hopeless and helpless. some you know had problems financially and, and were barely and weren't even making enough food to eat others were just uh, mixed up and confused but they were helpless so he compared them to sheep sheep are the dumbest animals there are and yet that's what the bible compares us to the bible says all we like sheep have gone astray we've turned everyone to his own way and the lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all we're confused we're misguided We don't have the right sense of direction. Someone has said the great tragedy of this age is that we are standing at the crossroads and the signposts have fallen down. That's why it's up to us to put them back. Notice Jesus' description of the harvest. He said the harvest is plentiful. He saw these multitudes and he thought of them as a harvest. He thought of them as a grain field where the grain needed to be taken, where the fruit needed to be taken from the fruit trees. And In Luke 10, the Bible says he sent out 12 people, twelve, and then he sent out 70 people, and he gave them the same message. The harvest is plentiful. He sent them out two by two and told them to share the good news. John 4.35 says the disciples were returning one day to Jesus with food in Samaria when they were at the well. And Jesus said, do you not say there yet four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields that they are white for harvest. Jesus has to get his disciples to lift up their eyes. He had to get them to think in a different way from which they were thinking and to see in a different way from which they were seeing, to see that all those people they ran into were people who needed Christ. And I remember when my son Mark became a believer when he was just a little boy, and he really trusted Christ, and we would go to the grocery store, or we would go to the ball field, or wherever we went, he would ask me questions like, that, Dad, do you think Mr. So-and-so knows Jesus? Dad, do you think that man over there knows Jesus? He was seeing people like Jesus saw people, not just as people, not just as a cantankerous boss, not just as a hateful brother not just as a mean sister, not just as somebody who caused us trouble, but to see them as a person who needs forgiveness and salvation. You see, the mission field outside our church, within our community, is gigantic. Thousands of people live around us who need Christ. And the harvest is just filled, and the field is filled, and there are people everywhere who need to know Jesus. And also, Remember this, a harvest is a critical time. What I mean by that is you can only harvest for so long. Once you harvest, you have to harvest when the crop is ready. But you can't wait. You can't harvest it before. It doesn't do any good. It's not worth anything. You can't harvest it later because it will be spoiled. So when the fruit is on the vine, you have to harvest it. And that's why when we need to share Christ with people now. We need to tell them about Jesus now. We need to give them a word of encouragement now about who he is and what he can do. Now, notice his plan. He said there are plenty of harvest fields with people who need Christ, but the workers are few. And there aren't very many who are workers. So he says, so that Jesus was the Lord Lord of the harvest, and he said, ask the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers. Now, first of all, we've got to recognize who's the Lord of the harvest. That's Jesus. He's the only one who can provide the power and the strength and the message that will make a difference. And he tells us to pray, to ask him to send forth laborers. We need to pray for God to touch people in our church, to touch us and to touch others, to share Christ with people that we run into on a day-by-day basis. And we need to ask God to make that a part of our daily life that we tell other people about Jesus. And we should be constantly praying for God to thrust out people into the field to to share Jesus. It's it's one thing to share Christ at our church. And our church is unusual that many people who are unchurched attend. And that's great. But we also have to realize there are th- many, many out there that won't ever attend until we share Christ with them, until we go out in 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 our neighborhood just as a part of our daily lives just as a part of our activities just as what we do as we share with them that's a habit that he wants us to develop the habit of seeing people as he sees them and sharing our love for them and our christ with them god bless you i hope you have a great day